The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything that you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads, ensure that you can take on any adventure. Available H-Track all-wheel drive so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. I've been so pumped to take a couple of friends with our road bikes to some of the trails nearby, and now I can bring the entire crew, my dog, and all of our gear with that third row. Learn more about the new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We talked about the Blazers getting stomped by the Warriors. 55 points they put up on the Blazers' head in the first quarter alone. It has been rough. It has been it has been a tough road if you're a Blazers fan or somebody that works for the Blazers organization or somebody probably who plays for the Blazers. I think that they've had six signings in the last week. Guys that were two-way players I had never heard of, like, what was his name again? Spencer Hayes? No. You know who I'm talking about. Mays. Skyler Mays, I feel like I'm living, that was Trendon Watford last year, right? Like, who is Trendon Watford? That's a real name, right? Who is Skyler Mays? I think they're both LSU products, which is crazy. I think they are. I think they are. Skyler Mays, a bucket. Never have heard of him before. It, it sucks. These are the things that you have to put up with when your team sucks is players who suck playing significant minutes for your team. No shade to Skylar Mays or Kevin Knox, but those guys getting 40 minutes in, quote, end of game or end of season scenarios shows you everything that's going on. They've had seven wins in the past two combined years after the trade deadline. Let me say that again. There is no team worse than the Portland Trailblazers post-trade deadline in the last two years. Which is crazy because the Portland Trailblazers weren't even trying to lose this year at the trade deadline. They didn't start tanking until three weeks left into the season. Portland has managed seven total wins after the break. Combined. Not seven each year. Combined. So now, what's going on? The Blazers have some decisions to make. Damian Lillard is obviously not stoked. People are calling this the most important off-season in Blazers history. The biggest question, will Portland be able to surround Damian Lillard with any players who can make this team relevant, competitive, dare I say, a contender? 
Come on. A cont- Come on. Lillard came out and made some very clear comments about what it is he wants and what he does not want. As we all know, Portland currently has the 10.5% chance of getting Victor Wambayama, which I believe is fifth in the NBA for the lottery. If Portland doesn't somehow get Victor Wambayama, that pick, Damian Lillard, did everything short of demanding that they move that pick. You are not getting another 19-year-old kid and putting him next to me. Absolutely not. Think of that. Portland is now in a quandary. This is supposed to be a historic draft, one of the deepest in memory. And Damian Lillard says, fuck them kids. Don't want to see them. Don't want them on this team. I want nothing to do with them. Literally, that's what he said. I'm not babysitting any more 19-year-olds. The Blazers, according to all the reporting, probably going to end up trading out of the lottery to add a star player. Here's what Dame said, if you want the quote, about adding another young player to the team, drafting another young player. I'm just not interested in that. That's not a secret. I want a chance to go for it. And if that route is to draft youth, that's not my route. Huh? Scooby? Does that mean Dame says, hey, that's not my route, meaning uh, if that's your route, then me and you got to go separate routes. Not my route. Immediately, Joe Cronin was like, yeah, yeah, Dame, Dame's right. We're not doing that. Uh, we're going to get some stars. Yeah, Dame, Dame, we're good. He goes out publicly. Him and Chauncey Billups and said, we don't want to go through this anymore either. It's time for us to start winning basketball games. Billups said, yeah. This is very important to me. Billup said, yeah, we've done the tweak thing a few times. We've got to be much more aggressive than the tweak thing. If we want to do right by the best player in the history of the organization, we have to be aggressive. The million-dollar question for a Blazer fan is how do you fix it? How do you fix this team? I don't know. They are among the smallest roster in the NBA. They have only two players taller than 6'8" thin in terms of depth at talent. They ended the year starting a guy named Jonathan Williams. That's not a typo. Not Jonathan. His name is Jonathan Williams with two E's. He got 41 minutes along with Skylar Mays. So what does this mean? It means that the future draft capital means absolutely nothing until you move those for some players who can play right now. The target group is good. We'll just say that because Dane believes that somebody can come here and move the needle, and they want to. It's just a matter of whether Portland can get them here. Here's the list that they're reporting. Jalen Brown. God. Let's just sit there and imagine for a second. Jalen Brown, Damian Lillard, Shaden Sharp, Jeremy Grant. That's better than Boston right now. Here's another player, OG Ananobi. I'm less intrigued than I am with Jalen Brown. Still very good. Pascal Siakam. Oh, sounds good. Mikhail Bridges. That's the number one on my list. They're already calling him Brooklyn Bridges, though, so I feel like like the Nets are kind of ready to keep him. I feel like the Nets are saying he's an untouchable piece. All three... Four of those, whatever it is, are difference makers. All are defensive-minded players. They can all score. 
Of course, JB's the first choice. He can do so many things on the court. To me, the perfect scenario is this. So we've got some coaching firings. One of those firings. I don't know if you call it a firing. They're calling it a promotion. Is Dwayne Casey. Dwayne Casey is out in Detroit. He is done coaching those young kids. Jaden Ivey has drove him officially insane. He is now in a front office position. Chauncey Billups, take your ass back to Detroit. We now have an open spot, and we can say, Ime Udoka, it's time to come home, brother. Time to come on home to Portland, where you grew up. And then Jalen Brown, the guy who sang from the rooftops for you to be the head coach of the Boston Celtics. Now you, I don't know, like you're fired. So maybe tamper now before you get the head coaching job. And bring him to Portland. Get him to force his way there. Another issue that Dame seemed to settle is that 100% Jeremy Grant is coming back no matter if it puts us in the poorhouse. Because what other options do we have? Dame says he's coming, so I guess he's coming. Problem is... Uh, Jeremy Grant is represented by Rich Paul, and Rich Paul is the David Falk of this modern era. He is going to Falk us uh, for everything that he can. He's going to squeeze the Blazers for every penny. He did this with Nurk. Nurk is one of the most overpaid, overpaid, overrated centers. Overpaid, we'll call him. Overpaid centers uh, in the league. Grant likes it. He says he's comfortable here. He says he likes the players and the team and the organization and probably the money. Also, there's a bigger issue, which is to bring in a star, you not only have to give up a high draft pick, you've also given up players. The beat writers for Portland think it's either Shaden Sharp or it's Anthony Simons. Ant or Shaden. You have to imagine that it's going to be it's going to be Simons. You can't trade Shaden Sharp. Shaden Sharp is the future. One guy makes rookie scale, one guy makes 25 million a year. One guy has one of the worst defensive ratings in the league. One guy has upside in terms of his defense. Sharp is probably the one bright spot on this team right now. To be honest, he's averaging 24-6 and 4 with a steal per game in his last 10. He is asking for 30 minutes per game. Uh, well, actually, I think that's Chauncey who thinks he can get 30. And then Shaden is asking to start. So what does GM Joe Cronin have to say about picking between Shaden and Simons? He says, well, I think that's something we have to look at. I look at it as a great problem to have. <laughs> but you have to figure that out. How does the fit work? How do the minutes work? Are there other holes that you need to fill instead? Pause. Wee-oo, That part. That part. Yes. You know that there are... What are you fucking talking about? You know that there are holes other than shooting guard to fill. Anyway, it's an exercise we're going to have to go through and evaluate. No, we're not. You already know what the answer is. But on an individual level, I love both guys. I think they're both mega talented, and I'm thrilled that we have them. Bye, Anthony. See you later. Enjoy Boston. Have a good time with all of the beans and the racism. Last year, the Blazers acted like they were going to make money moves, and then they got Gary Payton. And didn't they get uh, Cody Zeller? Yeah, they did. That was our move. We got Tony Snell and Cody Zeller, Gary Payton, and Jeremy Grant. Well, thankfully, we get the opportunity to overpay Jeremy Grant now that he wouldn't extend with us for a reasonable salary, so good for us. This year, I don't think Dane's putting up with Cody Zeller.
I'm going to guarantee you that's not the veteran he wants. They must make money moves. And who do I think that they get? I think it depends on the outcome of the lottery. If the Blazers have the number two overall pick and they can move that piece, maybe another young guy like Anthony Simons for a guy like Pascal, that's a good look. I think that Toronto is going to be rebuilding pretty fast. I'm not sure that Bridges is a possibility. I'm not sure that JB is gettable. It is certainly worth a try. You try and try all you can. All I know is that if you are a Blazer fan and you see the Blazers pick a player in the lottery this year, just know Dame is gone. And we are in trouble. Trouble, trouble, trouble.